Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are about to study Jeremiah 46, which begins an entirely new section of the, of the book of Jeremiah. This section lasts from 46 through 51, so almost to the end of the book. And in this section, Yirmiyahu, uh, the prophet, directs his prophecies and his words to the other nations of the world. Uh, his primary audience has always been Yehuda, the people of Judah, whether they were in Judah or as in the last few chapters when they were in the, some of the remnants had ran to Egypt, to Jeremiah with them. But his primary audience being the Jews, however, as we have seen many times, uh, Yermio was, when he was originally appointed as a prophet by God, he was appointed as a prophet Lagoyim to the nations. So he has messages for all of the nations of the world, and we are going to read about them here. Now, in chapter 46 is really divided into two halves. I'm going to try to go through both halves today. And those two halves are, um, are, are really about regarding two wars that Egypt fought against Babylon. The first war happened it was was it was it was a famous historical battle called the battle of Carchemish now if you remember if we wind back a while uh, just to understand some of the uh, geopolitical politics of um, the Middle East at the time there there was during the um, prior to the ascendancy of the Babylonian Empire the Assyrian Empire was a, was a world power. Uh, the Assyrian Empire uh, began to crumble um, in the late, I guess, 7th uh, century BCE. And, uh, and the Babylonians co uh, basically conquered the Assyrian Empire and became the strong power in the Middle East. The remnants, there were remnants of the Assyrian Empire that tried to gather in parts of Syria and they allied themselves with the Egyptians who were the, uh, the last remaining strong power that had the might to challenge the Babylonians for, for power over the Middle East. So Pharaoh Necho led an expedition of Egyptian forces to um, through, of course, the land of which is now Israel up towards Syria and joined the remnants of the Assyrian forces in a final battle against Babylon in order to try to, um, uh, to maintain Assyrian power and to try to knock down the Babylonians. This, this, it was during the march of Pharaoh uh, and his forces through the land of Judea that uh, that um, Josiah the king uh, encountered the Egyptian forces and tried to stop them uh, and engage them in battle at Megiddo and at the famous battle at Megiddo and this was the battle at which the Egyptians um, killed the king Josiah um, the uh, the, but then and then they went and after defeating the Judean forces, they went up to join the Assyrian forces uh, to meet the Babylonians. It was a massive loss 
on the part of the Egyptians, and the Egyptians lost the Battle of Carchemish. Uh, the Assyrian Empire was pretty much wiped off the map, and the Babylonians remained in charge of the Middle East then for about, about, about another hundred years or so until Persia came and took down the Babylonians. Now, um, the um, so the first battle that that Yirmiyo is going to be talking about is the Battle of Carchemish. Another battle that happened was later. If you remember when Jeremiah left with some of the Jewish refugees into Egypt for, to, for safety in Egypt, he predicted that the Babylonians were going to march and come into Egypt and destroy um, and, and crush the Egyptians in their own homeland. That was a, another battle that happened um, about, I, I guess that would be about uh, 25 to 30 years later or so. So first there's this battle of Carchemish, which happened in somewhere in Carchemish, which is near the Euphrates River. And, 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 some, uh, and the second battle was the battle that occurred within Egypt itself both led by Nebuchadrezzar, the king of Babylon, against the Egyptians, and both were massive defeats for the Egyptians. So now, now with understanding that history, we can understand this chapter. So, Then, these were the words that God stated to Jeremiah the prophet regarding the other nations, the nations of the world. Um... Verse 2. First, Limitzrayim regarding Egypt. Alchel Paro regarding the, um, the armies of Paro Necho, Pharaoh Necho, Melech Mitzrayim, the king of Egypt. Asher Haya regarding that battle which occurred al Nahar Parat on the river Euphrates, Bicharkemish, in the place called Karkemish. Asher Hikon Vuchadrezzar Melech Bavel where Nebuchadrezzar, the king of Babylon, struck the Egyptians there, Bishnas which occurred during the fourth year, Yehoiakim ben Yoshio Melech Yehuda, the fourth year of the reign of Yehoiakim ben Yoshio, the king of Yehuda. Yehoiakim had been placed in power in Yehuda by the Egyptians. When Josiah died at the hands of the Egyptians at the Battle of Megiddo, his son Yehoahaz, took over the kingdom. Yehoahaz was anti-Egyptian, and the Egyptians didn't like him. So the Egyptians, after he was only ruled for a few months, the Egyptians captured Yehoahaz and put Yehoiakim into power, which gives us a, a, an inkling of an understanding as to why Yehoiakim had his loyalties to Egypt and why Yehoiakim decided to rebel against the Babylonians, even though the Babylonians were the uh, ascendant power. It didn't work out very well for him, but that was it, 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 uh, just to understand why he was more allied with the Egyptians than with the Babylonians. So now, um, uh, uh, in, in the next verses, it, it's, it, it we're speaking as if... Um, uh, Jeremiah is speaking as, as if he was a, a general 
in the Egyptian army, and he's talking to the Egyptian army to get ready. Prepare your shield and your buckles and approach the battle. Approach the battle. Harness the horses, let the riders get on the horses. And put on your, um, your helmets. Mirku harumachim levshu has Polish your spears and put on your armor, and and um, and and sharpen the lances. Madua ro'isi hema chatim nisogim. Why am I do do I see these the Egyptian forces uh, that are so afraid? Nisogim achar. They're running away from battle. Vigiboraham, all of their powerful men, Yukatu, Umanosnosu, they are getting struck. They're running, they're they're fleeing the battle. Vlohifnu, and they um not even looking, they're turning to look back, they're just running. There's so much terror all around because of the Babylonians are crushing them in battle. So he's talking as if he's a general saying, get ready for battle, get ready, get ready, get ready. Why are you running away? I'm sorry, I skipped the verse. Uh, let me go back. Uh, verse 6. The, the, the fast runners, they shouldn't be running. And the powerful men, they shouldn't be trying to escape. Tzafona, Aliadna Pras. This is all going while this all goes on up north near the river Euphrates. Kashluvana follow. They have fallen, they are staggering, and they have stumbled and they fall. Mizekayala, who is this that is rising like the river? In other words, he's uh, talking about the Babylonian troops that are just rising uh, uh, on the battlefront like the river uh, Nile rises. Kanaharot Yudgashu Meimav, whose waters pour forth like rivers, like rivers and rivers of soldiers, more and more and more coming. Mitzrayim Kaya It is Egypt that rises like the Nile. Kanaharot um, Yudgashu Meimav, whose who, um, waters pour forth like rivers. It is Egypt. Vayomer Ale Achase Eretz I am going to get up and cover the whole world. I will be the one who destroys cities and their inhabitants. This is crucial here because hinted in this verse is, is the mistake that Mitzrayim makes. Why is it that Egypt is, is losing all these battles? Why is it that Egypt is, is getting punished and getting struck down in battle? The, I am going to do, after we study chapter 46 together, I'm going to do a, another podcast, which is a sort of an epilogue, explaining the, what it is that's wrong with Egypt, what it is that they're getting criticized for. Every prophecy is not just a prediction of events. A prophecy, the purpose of a prophecy is always to teach that it is our behavior that leads to, to destruction. Over here, Yirmiyahu is saying, Egypt, you're the ones that get up like the river and stand proud and tall. In other words, you are the ones who act arrogantly. You are the ones that say, I will get up. I will cover the earth. I will destroy cities. I will destroy the people. In other words, the Nile that you have 
and, and the advantages that you have, you're the ones that act arrogantly. This is the reason why this punishment is coming upon you. I will get to that issue in more detail. But here, let's continue reading um, Jeremiah's prophecy about this. Alu hasusim Let the horses advance and let the chariots charge madly forward. And let the mighty go forth. Kush ufut the people of Cush and Put, these are uh, allies that had gotten together with the Egyptians, and those that are holding shields, Viludim, and the people from Ludim, who who hold bows and arrows, um, and that day, Elohim to will be the day of the Lord, God of hosts. Yom Nikamalina Kemitara. This is a day of revenge to take revenge against those who are his enemies. Remember, why is Egypt being called their enemies? Because of that arrogance. And I'm I am going to get into that detail a little bit more, like I said, in the epilogue to this chapter. Um and the sword will devour, the sword will be sated as if it was as if it was a hungry monster and overflow with their blood. This is like a sacrifice for the Lord God in the northern lands on the Harpurat in the river Egypt. This terminology is very reminiscent of what we find in Isaiah 30, 14, where we say, um, where... Um, I'm sorry, is Isaiah 34, uh, uh, verse 6, where we see a very similar terminology used. Um, I'll, I'll mention what the, the words are, there are used are, uh, there is a, a sacrifice to God. It's That whole verse there is very similar, talking about the um, revenge against the land of Edom. On the day of the destruction of Edom, it also talks about the sword, the blood, and the and all that. Just this very bloody imagery, and it also calls it the Kizevach Lashem Bivatsra. Jeremiah is using a very similar term now. Zevach Lashem Beeretz Tafon on the Harpras and on the Euphrates River. So here he is. Ale Gilad, go up to Gilad. Um, and take sorry, which is bomb, which is used to help heal wounds. The fair maiden of Egypt is uh, would be the um, uh, the or, uh, or uh, would be the translation of these words. It's trying to say the Egyptians, you're getting struck so hard, you need to go get medicines. Lashav here, Beit Rufuot to Allah However, you're gonna go and try to get these. Things, but it's going to be for nothing because there are so many wounds that you won't be. There will be, there will be no healing for you. Shamu goyim klonech. The nations have heard your shame, your loss. The world now knows that you have been ashamed, that you have been crushed. V'tivchasech mala haaretz, and um, your screams have filled the earth. Kigibar bigibar kashalu yachtav nafushneam. 
because the um, a one mighty man has stumbled over the other mighty man, and together they have all fallen. I'm going to divide to Jeremiah 46a and b. So this will be 46a, and this was discussing Jeremiah's prophecy about the defeat of the Egyptians at the Battle of Carchemish. The uh, Battle of, and we see at the end, it was because of your arrogance that you're getting punished, and now the nations have seen and have seen your shame, which is a fitting punishment for the arrogance that they started with. Thank you for studying 46A. Looking forward to studying 46B together.